Welcome to the Center for Christian Leadership broadcast. Together we'll explore the crossroads of leadership and Christian living. I'm Dr. Stephen Smith, your host and fellow journeyer on this path we're on to pursue a purposeful life. In each episode, we'll embark on a transformational journey that discusses the timeless principles of leadership that are grounded and firmly established in the wisdom of God's Word. So whether you're a seasoned leader seeking inspiration or someone navigating the challenges of everyday life, this broadcast will act as a compass for navigating the intricate dance between leadership excellence and a life that models the greatest leader, Jesus Christ. So join me and our guests as we unpack profound insights, share inspiring stories, and embark on a quest to lead with purpose in every aspect of our lives. This is more than a broadcast, it's a community committed to the elevating Christian leadership while embracing the transformational power and the principles God has established. So let's dive in together and discover this extraordinary potential that emerges when leadership and Christian living converge. My name is Stephen Smith, and I believe that I have a word from God for you today, and that word is finger. That's right. God wants to show you that his finger will actually write down the things that we need to follow so that we can really make a difference in our lives so that I can go out and accomplish all the, with the full power of what God has given me. He's going to write things down with literally his finger. And we can see this here in both the New Testament and in the Old Testament. Let's take a look at where we see this. We have to go to John chapter 8. And in John chapter 8, we, we read this. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. Now, there's lots of things that are wrong with this. The first thing is, is that how did they actually catch her in the act of adultery? Were they peeking through windows? Were they a part of this whole thing? I mean, what was it that they knew that this woman was actually committing adultery with? But once we get past that, now Jesus has to say, okay, so let's address this situation. And not only there, but also in front of all these other people that are, that are there also. So he's teaching in the temple, and the Pharisees bring this woman to him. Let's look, at, look a little bit further on and see if we can see what's going on here. So in 8.5, they, they told him, you know, the law of Moses says that we got a stoner. What do you say? They've already got stones in their hands. They're ready to kill this woman so that they can prove Jesus is not the Messiah. I mean, they're pretty intent on doing all these terrible things. I mean, what kind of condition was their heart in? I think it's really telling to see how Jesus responded to this. Let's take a look at what it says. This is John 8, 6 through 8. It says they were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. What do you think he was writing in the dust? I want you to see this clearly. The floor of the temple, guess what it was made of? It was made of stone. Jesus is writing on the stone in the dust different things. Could it have been the Ten Commandments? Could it have been, okay, well, who has never done this? Who has never done this? Who has never done this? Or was he writing down the sins that each of these different people had written down? But the bottom line is, is that Jesus' finger is sit, sitting here writing on the stone of what's happening. You know what? There's another instance where we see this. Let's take a look at the book of Exodus. In Exodus 31, 18, we read this. When the Lord finished speaking with Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, written by the finger of God. God literally had taken his finger and written into stone the Ten Commandments. Well, if we have all of these things sitting in front of us on these stone tablets written by the finger of God, it's probably something that's pretty important. Do we see this there also in the temple? 
when Jesus wrote, stooped down, it started writing on the stone with his finger. Should they have identified and said, oh my gosh, we're teachers of the religious law. This is what was written by the finger of God. This guy's writing with his finger on stone. This has got to be either the son of God or God himself. But they never put those things together. Isn't that interesting? So eventually what happens is, is that these guys start leaving. Well, let's read it in the Bible. It gives us a better picture. John 8, 9 through 10 tells us this. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until Jesus was the only one left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? They all left. They all realized that, yeah, well, you know, I've got some sins here that I got to go take care of, or, you know, maybe I should have avoided this because this stone is going to be hitting me in the head next. So what happens is, is that they recognize that they've sinned and that they have to overcome these sins. How do we do that in our lives? Well, her response is simple. She said, no, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So Jesus forgives us of her forgives her of her sin, and he recognized that, and yes, it was indeed sin. He didn't say, well, don't worry about it, you know. Um, no, your sin is forgiven. But look what else he tells her, go and sin no more. You know, if we look further on in this chapter, Jesus gives us a whole picture of how we don't sin anymore. He set us free from sin. He set us free from all these different things. You know, the, the famous verses where he says things like, you know, if the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. Yeah, well, he's talking about setting us free from sin, and he set her free from sin. So when he tells her to go and sin no more, guess what she's capable of doing? Going and sinning no more because the son has set her free. It's really simple when we read these things together and we start putting all of these pictures that God has given to us together so that we can see how God wants us to succeed. So based on these things, this is the word that I believe that the Lord gave to me for you today. Look at the actions of my son. He is the physical representation of me here on this earth. If he forgives you, so will I. So if Jesus Christ has forgiven us, in fact, if Jesus Christ has died on the cross for our sins, then we have to see our sins as having been forgiven. So why not confess your sins, go to God, allow him to do these things, sin no more, and be set from the free, free from the burdens of sin. You know, quit with these things. You'll go out and you'll be a miracle going someplace to happen. Thank you for joining us today. Our journey together facilitated a look through the lens of our Christian faith. Together we discovered a special word from God that we believe grants our spiritual needs if we allow it to. We encourage you to add this broadcast to your subscription. Share it with others whose lives will also be transformed. Let's build a community of fellow believers dedicated to following in the footsteps of our servant-hearted Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of this broadcast. And until our next episode, go forth in the challenges that are that you face equipped with the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Blessings to you on this transformational journey. I'll be with you to the end.